Welcome to Code 3 Families with your hosts, fire spouse and licensed psychologist, Dr. Rochelle Zemlock, and police spouse and licensed psychologist, Dr. Alma Garcia. I know. I think that is the COVID wave like over. Like I haven't been paying attention to the news, but there was like this everyone you know is coming down with it has it hard to avoid first responders 50 first responders at the department tested positive blah, 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 blah. are we like on the downside of that yet i don't know i feel like it's just been ongoing it doesn't it end well i'm hoping that as you know the weather's getting nicer and the flu season is kind of behind us that maybe this will be behind us too that's that's my hope maybe wishful thinking i hope so I'm, it's I'm been done. crazy. All the all the kids out of school, like that is the greatest stressor. Okay. Kids being mm-hmm. sent home who don't have symptoms, but somebody in their class or their teacher, yeah. or this or that. And parents are like, oh my gosh, now they're home. They feel fine. It's like, I feel like a little bit we've gone back into like the isolation days, which were so hard. Because but our worse. kids why worse? Because I feel like the people who are in isolation are like, you happen to sit next to somebody who tested positive. So now you have to go into isolation for 10 days. And (laughs) it's like, wait, but the whole world, I look out my window and the whole world is just doing their thing. And I'm in here. Yes. And we went through like January of just being strapped in the house. It was terrible. It was like every week and our kids could not go to daycare. And this, it was like, oh, I need this to be over with because- I was ready to start the new year, <laughs> like woohoo, new year's. Okay. Re-energize. And then January hit. So I decided February, which is really, you know, Chinese new year. That's when I celebrated new year. I was like, all right, we're starting yeah. over February. Here we come. <laughs> yep, there you go. Again. It's behind us now. So there's so many opportunities for a new year. Yes. You can always restart. <laughs> that was yours. That was a bad month. Yeah. That was definitely uh... mine just happened to be Chinese well, it New was Year's, not so celebrated. It wasn't ours because Chinese New Year's was happening and we were still in isolation. Oh. So like, Are you out now? It's going to end. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, we <laughs> are, knows? but are we going to go back into it? Who knows? Like, I don't oh, know. Gosh. Yeah. I'm ready to move forward with it all. So in that isolation, I... Okay. So I tested positive and no one else in my family did. So mm-hmm. my husband sent me away, which good for was him. like, well, I was kind of like, wait, are you sure? Like I should stay here. And how, and he's like, nope, like you go, like, I don't want the kids to get, you know? So it was like, I felt kind of weird about it. Right. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go. So we're lucky and privileged enough to have, um, another home. His parents have another home. And so I went there so that I could Mm -hmm. be completely isolated, but not to my bedroom. And I was kind of like, maybe I want to be in my bedroom. It's comfortable. You know, it's my bed. Mm -hmm. So I went to a house and I felt kind of weird about it. And then very soon it was not (laughs) so bad. It was quiet. (laughs) It was quiet. Well, it's a beautiful home. First of all, great view. It was cold. So there's like a fireplace, like a gas fireplace. I could just like turn on and it was kind of quiet. So I'd like put music on just to like, you know, keep sound. And I was kind of like, 
there's no one to take care of except for me. And yeah, I was sick, but it's not so bad when you're the only one, like it gives you a whole new perspective. So I'm like, Oh, when should I come home? And he's like, no, I don't think you should come home yet. No. So I stayed there for like four days. Mm -hmm. That's the longest I think I've ever been away from my kids, which is so weird that it came up in this situation. So, but you were actually sick. I mean, a cold, it it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't miserable. I I wasn't miserable. It was a cold. Like it was fine. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't even like sleeping a ton. It was just like, Oh, I'll sleep in. Thank goodness. Great. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. You know? So it was, it was like a cold. Um, so it wasn't that bad. I could still enjoy my time there, but how Mm -hmm. weird is that, that I'm like, taking time away from my kids and my husband for no reason at all in the middle of the week, just to a quiet house to myself, just like cooking for one and watching my shows or like sitting in front of the fire, like reading a book. I was like, I feel, I felt, yeah, I read a book. I was like, I felt so guilty. Like I should be there Mm -hmm. like helping. I just, it was hard to get over the guilt. Cause I was like, I feel like I'm on vacation right now. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> this doesn't feel right. But he would FaceTime me and I'm like, I'm oh laughing. man, what? Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm laughing because I could just imagine you like looking around like somebody going to call my name and yeah. something going to happen here. Like, what am I doing by myself? It was I oddly. Just, I'm, you know, I'm a visual person, right? So I'm like, I'm right there. I could see you just like, what's next? (laughs) It was so weird to not be there. It felt odd, but you know what I was thinking? One, I felt so grateful to have these quarantine quarters. (laughs) That's what I've called them. I would like send a picture (laughs) to D it's like my feet up on a table like in front of the fireplace (laughs) and then like I woke up to this like beautiful sunrise and I just like had my coffee quietly and like stared at it and like took a picture of the sunrise and I was like look at these quarantine quarters this is amazing and I'm like if this is what it was all about I think many more mothers would sign up to test positive (laughs) (laughs) because this was a mother vacation. My goodness. It was like, for no reason at all, a peaceful, quiet house with nothing to do. You know what I mean? Like that was crazy. It just happened unexpectedly. Yeah. You know, so, okay. So I'm thinking, so you know this, but I ended up testing positive after my whole family had tested positive. Mm. I didn't do the whole quarantine quarters because they all had it they all had it right so in some ways it was like I should have it too yeah I was expecting to have it I didn't have it and so at that point I was like I've been with them yeah what am I gonna do at this point right oh that makes sense but I was so I, I I say this all the time I was so lucky privileged privileged that whatever I got was nothing yeah I just, I was, I wasn't necessarily asymptomatic because I had kind of like congestion and a runny nose, Yeah, yeah. but like kind of what you have when there's allergy, like it's allergy season that's coming up or whatever here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it was that. Yeah. And so I was fine the entire time. 
Yeah. I I didn't have any COVID quarters. Yeah. <laughs> well, see what that quarters. means is that you just had to like continue to live life and parent and do all the things. No, no adjustments yes. for you. <laughs> I lived life entirely the same way until I tested positive because, okay, I have a, a job that's all, you know, um, from home. Yeah. And so if I'm feeling fine, yeah, I go to work. Yeah. Except my kids weren't feeling fine. Right. And Jay wasn't feeling fine. So I had to take off of work mm. to be able to care for them. But as long as I tested negative, I could still actually go into the office if I wanted to. Right. Right. Which is kind of weird. Right. Yeah, but totally. Then they're out of it. And then I test positive. That's so weird. The worst, right? Like the worst case scenario, because then now we're stuck longer. Yeah. Because yeah. now they're exposed to me. Right. Right. But they've already been through it. Yes. That's what happened to us. That's why it lasted <laughs> all of January. Cause everyone kept testing positively. Everyone tested positively on a different week. So it lasted like four weeks. It was crazy. So yeah, I was, it was really hard. Okay. So there, here's what I learned from my experience. And D kind of brought this up. He's like, this is interesting. So now we get like a sense of each other's experience on the regular, right? Because he's usually the one who's away mm-hmm. and I'm home. So he was home for, I don't, I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think he's ever been home four days straight with the kids alone with them not social experiment and they couldn't be in daycare. So it was full. And it was like, I was on a little mini strike team, (laughs) (laughs) but so except you were living a cush life. Yeah, exactly. I was on vacation. So he would, we would FaceTime like once a day or whatever. And I was kind of worried that it would upset the baby. Cause she's like, she sees me on FaceTime and she's like, like, she has a hard time with that. So I was like, Oh gosh, am I going to make this worse for you? Like, he's like, no, it'll be fine. So he was managing there, of course, crazy, but he was managing and they made FaceTime. And for the first two days, they were both in good moods to see me on FaceTime, which makes me feel so much better. You know, that yeah. they're like, hi, and, and like happy. And then by the time I say bye, they're like, bye. Like it, it wasn't hard, but by day three, the baby started like losing it on FaceTime. Like, where are you? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. But like, get out of that phone. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? So even though, so when we're FaceTiming, you're on the other side with the kids and the kids are like completely chaotic. I mean, at their ages, they're like, oh, daddy, look at this. And they like take the phone and walk away. And like, they're like, it's the phone drops on the ground and then the baby's crying. And they're like, get off of me. Stop. But like, it's crazy. It's hard to be like, how's your day? Like, and he's like, uh, yeah. And you're like, stop it. Knock it out. You know, it's like, it's not a great FaceTime uh-huh. call. So I got to be on the other side of that. Right. So usually FaceTime calls are like kind of stressful. Cause you're like, great. They're going to be crazy. You can't even check in with him. I can barely hear him over it. Like, but I was on the calm side and it was mm. my experience is it was so easy to not really care about the chaos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like usually it's such a miserable experience, but when you're on circus. the calm side, you're watching it's exactly it. You're watching the circus. Yeah. You're just like, oh, oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> Looks hard. Sorry. Like mm-hmm. but you okay. still miss them, right? So it's yes. like, oh, 
Oh, baby. There's there's so there's there. Yeah, so cute. Bye. Yeah, and then you're like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm, I'm going to go cook go. dinner now. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my show. Yeah, yeah. it's like D at work when he's like, all right, we're about to eat dinner. Just want to say hi. And you're like, and they're like, hey. And you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> so uh, it was very interesting. I had this ongoing guilt. Like I should not be enjoying this because mm. it that's going, you know, they were doing okay, but it's just, it's hard at home. So mm. there was this ongoing guilt for no reason. And mm. D was like, okay, you get it. You get it now. Cause he feels guilty being away. And so he's like, there's no real reason, but you feel it. And you're just like, this doesn't feel right. Like I got to make up for this somehow. (laughs) I got to go home and make up for this. So I got to feel that. And he got to feel the constant, just keeping everything in order in the house and the constant every, you can clean the kitchen a hundred times a day and it still gets dirty Mm -hmm. by the end of it. Like, you know, just all the stuff. So it was an interesting role reversal. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of had something similar because obviously it's not a whole 10 days that they're going to be sick or well, not obviously, but thankfully yeah. that's not yeah. how it went for us. Right. So Jay was taking care of um, the kids. Right. Yeah. And so he, the statement you just said, he was like, how many times do I have to clean this kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> and I look at infinite. Him, like, the answer is infinite you? numbers. <laughs> Time. Who are you? Right. <laughs> you don't step foot in the kitchen and all of a sudden you're talking about how many times I have to clean this kitchen. But he was just like, at the end of it, he was like, I I miss being at work. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. How come? And he's like, I love them. I love them. But it's so much work, right? It and is. I don't have that experience of being all by myself for days on end. Yeah. Right? And of course he wasn't all by himself, but you know, my, my job is very yeah. much like when I'm working, I'm working. There's no real, like I yeah. can, you know, step in and out. And so um, he got to experience being like a full-time mm. day um, dad. Right. <laughs> and uh, by the end of the day, I could just see him. Like he was just like, this is a lot. I'm like, what is this COVID or is this the kids? I don't know. Which one is it? But kids are a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They are a lot. Oh, you know what? We have this thing that we say, D and I, when uh, I was thinking about it, when he's like, I miss being at work. We talk about, you know, work is hard, you know, where it work yeah. has work stresses, right? And then home is hard for different reasons. But when things happen at home that like, you know, they sneezed in your face or they Mm -hmm. threw their toy and it hit you in the head or Mm -hmm. they, you know, you got your coffee mug and they smack and it goes all over. Like just things happen. And you just, we look at each other and we go, the difference is they're both stressful, but the difference is at least at work, people respect you. <laughs> That's true. Like at least people they respect you. No one's like, no one's screaming at me. No one is slamming a door. Mm-hmm. No one's sneezing in my face. No one's yep. pinching the back of my leg because I won't pick them up. Like 
people yeah. are respectful yeah. at work. <laughs> that's the that's difference. right. No, that's that's so true. <laughs> so true. People like, act like people. Yeah, it's like an abusive environment at home with kids. Like <laughs> if if adults were doing these things to us, it would be time to call the police or something because it's it's they take it out on you. You know, you are their punching bag. Oh boy. Don't call the police for domestic disputes. It's too yeah. much. Come on. <laughs> okay. So I have a question. I want to know what happened at the reunion because you come back after four days. Mm. How do you feel coming back to their chaos? How do I feel coming back to it? I don't know. It felt normal. It, it, like, it was like, okay, I'm home. Here we are. Like it, it's like going on vacation. You're like, oh, that was great. We should do that more often. And you think it's going to last. And then within five minutes of being home with your kids, you've lost all the relaxation. You're like, here we are back at it. <laughs> That's what happens. It's just, you're just back. <laughs> since we're like, you know, since you happen to do the social experiment. Yeah. Uh, my thought is, okay, not that it's exactly the same, right? Because you were on kind of a vacation, but it was kind of a stressful vacation, maybe if you were sick, right? Yeah. It wasn't as relaxing as it could have been. Um, yeah. People and are it's like, not oh, necessarily you had COVID. Work. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Having COVID in a quiet house is better than being healthy in the one that I live in. <laughs> like that Give was me COVID again. vacation perspective. We call that perspective. Boy. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. But I wanted to know, like, okay, if we're acting as if this is a social experiment, and you happen to take on the role of D, then that means you're coming home, right? And the chaos is probably happening because the chaos doesn't stop, at least if it's anything like my house, right? It's not like all of a sudden, we have peaceful moment. It's like, yeah, no, it's all day chaos, right? So you come back. And then how do you react? Like, what do you see? What do you feel? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying okay. to like grab you on your senses right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little different because I guess I don't have the adrenaline dump we talk about, right? Where I'm like right. exhausted and I did all these calls, you know, I'm supposed to be refreshed. Yeah. So I guess that's different. Uh, but like just connection wise to them, I feel out of the loop. So I need to be updated. Like, when did she eat last? Like, how did they sleep? Like, when did she wake up from her nap? Like, when... Did he eat lunch? Like, is he going to nap today? Like, I just, I'm lost in the family mm-hmm. schedule. I need like updates. Like if you were to leave or whatever, I'd be like, ah, like, where are we at on food, naps, like everything? Mm-hmm. Like, are they on Tylenol? I'd be pro like, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. So I just need like, I just felt like out of, and even if I'm going to make a meal, it's been like, what did they eat for dinner last night? You know? What did they eat for lunch? Like, because I don't want to make the same thing. So I'm just, I feel like lost in what's happened and just need like information in order to know what the next step is, I guess. Okay. Because I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about in some ways you do a shift change, right? When like your spouse comes home, um, not all the time, right? But you want to do a shift change. Like you're like, okay, you're home. Okay. You take over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you're back, like you do this, right? Yeah. And so I don't know about how it works for you, but sometimes when I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, you've got it. Take it. Yeah. I don't give the information. Like, I'm not like, 
you know, the shift change nurse. It's like, here's what happened. <laughs> yeah, here's the rundown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it because I just had, you know, my baby, but like yeah. they would say, okay, well, this, 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 and the other, right? Like, I don't do that. I'm just like, you know, your kid, figure it out. Right. <laughs> yeah. But what you're saying makes so much sense. It's like, okay, I'm out of the loop. Yeah. And then I don't know. I'd imagine that for some spouses, that's even more annoying, right? Like mm. oh, you're out of the loop again. Yeah. yeah. And I have to run down everything that happens, but you should know your kid. Right. And now I have to give you all of this information. Mm-hmm. Here we are in that like annoyance. Um, yeah. Or cycle. we just don't do it because we're like, yeah. it's just easier if I just call the shots here. You just follow. You just follow. Or they off. don't ask. Or they yeah. might not ask. Right? Yes. Right. <laughs> they're exhausted they're like I don't really want to know yeah, what they ate yesterday less information <laughs> you know I have the less maybe I'm responsible for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> less expectations okay back to the stress of home life though when I said being away <laughs> with COVID <laughs> is like a vacation to being, drill, home, to being home to being home healthy the point. yeah let's drill that point <laughs> Being home healthy is hard. And as much as I now have a balanced life in the sense that I work less days a week than I used to, and I get to spend more time with my kids, like it's nice, but it is not always enjoyable. Like it is a hard day, like, especially like on a weekend, right? I don't work on weekends, but if D works on a weekend, the weekend with nothing planned, I've said this before, and he's gone on weekend. That is like daunting. To like look ahead and be like, oh boy, we have an unplanned two days coming up where he is gone. I don't know what it is about him being home that would make it so different, mm-hmm. but it feels so daunting. Like I have two unscheduled days with these kids. I need to find something to entertain us. And I don't, I don't know why entertainment, because it, taking them places is hard. So I don't know why that feels easier, mm-hmm. but I think when you're home with them, for a lot, being home becomes really hard because it's like they're bored or you're bored. Maybe I'm bored. I'm like, I can't do this again. I can't mm-hmm. sit in the backyard and pretend to dig in the dirt or mommy, come <laughs> do that. You know, like whatever it is. And I just, I can't. So let's go somewhere, you know, let's go to the park. Cause it's something new. You're going to be entertained with something else. And I can just kind of sit back and watch, you know, a little bit. And I don't know. I think that I hope that other people are feeling that way in a sense that like it's normalized. Um, I don't think people feel comfortable saying it mothers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if mothers feel comfortable saying like that it is hard. It is not always fun. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes I want to just sit back and like disengage because young kids take a lot of engagement, mm-hmm. like a lot of engagement and it is exhausting and we're human. I don't know. But I, I think we live in a world that's very child centered mm-hmm. that we're supposed to cater to their needs and like it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. <laughs> we're grateful to be doing it. Right. Like you should be grateful that you get Mm -hmm. to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's nice, but in spurts because they take so much of your energy. You're right. Like I'm thinking about, I don't want to dig for bugs today. (laughs) It's just not what I signed up for today. Yeah. 
I love that you want to dig for bugs, but I just want to watch. I don't yeah. want to participate, right? And so the perspective I think sometimes I have as like a full-time working mom that doesn't always have that much time with my kids is like, I should enjoy this because I don't get to do it all the time. Mm. So when I'm doing it, I should be in it a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. But that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And is it possible? Is it possible? Like, is this an unrealist? Be engaged and happily, happily engaged with your toddlers 100% of the time that you're home. Like, no, is that even a realistic expectation? I don't think so. But I think that's the expectation. I don't know. I won't speak for the world, but like, I have that expectation mm-hmm. of myself a lot where yeah, I think then I like, re- reflect on the day. And then I start thinking, Oh, like the entertainment piece that you're talking about. Like I took them to the park and watched them play, mm-hmm. but did I actually play with them? Mm-hmm. Like, did I actually sit and like do this? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. Maybe not, right? But I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> tired. Right. And so no, you're right. But I'm trying to I recover don't... from getting breakfast ready when it's like, mom, and this and that. And, that. and it's like yep. a simple task becomes exhausting. And so I think that's why it's hard. Like if someone else, you know, we had some sort of chef taking care of the meals and cleaning up the kitchen, I think I'd have more energy to sit and dig in the dirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Maybe. You get, we get exhausted by the other mundane stuff that has to happen with them on your leg or like talking to you 100% mm-hmm. of the time. Like, so but then when it's chef? like, we're at the park, we're like, Whew, okay, this is a break. Got to recharge because then we got lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're right. But I think it's the, the idea of a chef goes back to like, well, if I were working, and I was away from them, maybe I'd want to be with them a little bit more, right? It's always like this other thing that could make it so that yeah. you could enjoy your time with them. I think yeah. it's okay not to be a hundred percent with them in an enjoyable moment because that takes everything from you. And like you said, you have to go from this thing to the next thing to the next thing. And yeah. you need energy for those things. Yes. I'm just thinking, like, as a child psychologist, my thought is. I need these kids to know how to play by themselves too. I need them to enjoy their own time, their own play, their own imagination and not rely on another human being to be able to do that for them. And so Mm. maybe this is my excuse, but like, I'm going to take a step back because the child psychologist (laughs) says, you got to do this on your own. Go make a friend, go figure this out. Yes. Important skills to have that. I think that some people you're right. I, I do a lot of that and other things like, you know, if they're upset, it's like, it's important for them to know how to be upset. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make this better for them. It's like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. I feel that way. Because I think about like, this is a skill to have, like you can be upset and we're okay. Like we're going to get through <laughs> it. You can go cry in your room if you want. That's fine. Come out when you're ready, you know? And I don't know if other parents would, you know, <laughs> do that or feel that way, but I feel like I have enough information on kids and resiliency and what the, to be like, this is a good skill to have. So we're going to be okay. Okay. But what about, (laughs) what about the idea that like, you're supposed to be upset? Like that's expected of you. Like I'm very much of that mindset. Mm -hmm. Like if I take a toy away from you that you're not supposed to be putting in your mouth, 
Yeah. You're supposed to be upset by that. Like you're supposed to be happy that I took it away. It's an expected response. Yes. So let me allow you to feel that feeling that happens when somebody takes something away that you wanted, but you're not supposed to have or use it in that way. And so, okay, there we are. Like that is a natural consequence to a thing that happens that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. But like somehow we've created this situation where like, they're not supposed Kids to be upset. Are not supposed to be upset about things that are upsetting. Don't cry about that. Like, what do you mean? Don't cry. Cry. Like, <laughs> this yeah. sucks, right? Yeah. No. Okay. My my rant's over. My yeah. rant's over. I get it. Or maybe we're supposed to be upset. The parent. Maybe this is supposed to be boring for us because we're adults and digging in the dirt is not something that we do on a regular <laughs> basis. This is why we're bored by playing cards on the ground for half of the day. Like we're supposed to be bored by that. Moms, you can do your best to try and engage. And I think you should engage with your kids, but I'm trying to get mothers, especially away from the feeling that like they need to have guilt over the fact that they're not enjoying every single moment. It's like one, mm-hmm. it's hard Two, you're an adult and maybe you don't enjoy those things and that is okay. Mm-hmm. And I also think that there are different stages of development. We can't be great and happy in all of them. We all have to have strengths and weaknesses, right? Like mm-hmm. some people are going to have strengths in the adolescent years or the tween years. Some people, their strengths are in the toddler years, but there's no way that our strength is every single developmental roadblock that our kids come to. That's not possible. Right. I Maybe love that you is- just said that. Why? I love that you just said that because I was just thinking, literally thinking about this yesterday. I was like, I really enjoy the newborn stage. I love the newborn really? stage. Oh yeah. I love it because oh. all they need is to sleep and eat. Oh, oh, okay. Right. And then right now I have a soon to be one-year-old mm-hmm. who all she, all she wants to do is grab onto things and walk. Mm. I'm exhausted. I don't want you to walk and <laughs> grab things. Over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so my four-year-old decides he can hold her two hands and walk her around. A part of me is like, are you going to drop her? Yeah, this is not is a like, good idea, but, <laughs> but it's part of me relieving like, me. You're lowered to the ground, so you're not hunching over. Yeah, and this relieves and me of my responsibilities. So maybe this I'll is a good watch. skill. You know? Let me watch. Let me watch what happens. You both work this out. Uh, but no, I was just thinking that like there are stages that are harder because personalities start to form and uh, then it starts to yeah. get to our whatever mm-hmm. is going on for Conflicts us. Right? With yes. your own in certain ways. Yeah, and and the you know, when they're older and say they're teenagers, like it's going to conflict in different ways with Mm -hmm. you, you know? And like, I've recognized with my four-year-old getting a little bit older that like, because we can have conversations now, we Mm -hmm. can have, we have like jokes and humor. And like, I have found that this, because it's the first time we're getting there. He's our oldest, right? That this is so much easier for me than Mm -hmm you know, the baby stage where they can't communicate and it's like through other things that they communicate. And like, I never knew that. Right. But now I'm here and I'm going, 
oh, this is so much more easier. Now D feels differently and he has like a different, so it's like, okay, strengths and weaknesses, right? Like that's just Mm -hmm. where we're at. And like different things stress us out about our kids. They're just, we're different people. So it's interesting to, to see that and reflect on it and, and take the pressure off of ourselves to be like, we're not going to be great at every phase of -hmm. our kid's life. We're going to struggle. And some of them I'm sure. And newborn stage was hard for me. I think that feeling like I was the sole responsible, the, the one that was needed every two hours, yeah. or it was like a constant, like need like that, that was hard for me to have. And as she gets older and a little bit more independent, I find that I can breathe easier and mm-hmm. like things things get easier for me. So it's like you said, you're like, I love the newborn stage. And I remember like, Oh, I'm so happy to be like, I appreciate it when it's there, but as I move forward, like I'm happy to be out of it because there's more independence and yeah, yeah. let's see it. So I just like everyone, you know, has their own thing and that's okay. That's okay. We're human. Yeah. Except that's not necessarily how these conversations go. Like the conversation we're having right now is necessarily the way it goes when you're like at the park no. and you see one parent or one mom, like, all over their kid, and you're just like, ooh, I can't be like that, right? <laughs> and so then there's that comparison, or you see the yeah. mom that's, like, super dis, whatever, right? Yeah. You start comparing to each other, or there's the, you know, conversations that you have with other parents that are like, oh, I love the yeah. way my kid is doing this, this, and the other, and you're like, ooh, why don't I? Yeah, and, or social you know, media, it's internal pictures, posts, like, yes. Look at this art project we did, it's like, I could take a picture of our project, but I'll get that two minutes that it was good. But the mm-hmm. other 20 that were like, ah, don't touch anything, but <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not capturing that. So I don't post it. Like, you know right. what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it feels inaccurate. Like, it's like, it's chaos. It is. But- it's, it's always chaos. And I think that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Kids are supposed to be chaotic and we're supposed to know that it's not always going to be easy, but when we compare ourselves to other people, it Mm -hmm. gets really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Social comparison for Mm -hmm. sure. Yes. Okay. Moral of the story, man, just give ourselves a break. Like we're human. It's okay. We have needs too. Our kids are the center of our universe, but they don't have to always be the priority. We got to take care of ourselves know yourself and whatever that means. And like, just, I think it's acceptance. Like it's okay. It's okay. I'm feeling this way today. I'm having an off day or I'm feeling this way in this developmental period. This is not my thing. Like it's okay. Accept Mm -hmm. it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You love your kids. Just because you don't enjoy their play doesn't mean you don't love them. Right. Yes. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean you don't love them. (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes kids are unlikable and that's what they're supposed to be sometimes, right? Like they're supposed to be unlikable, but you love them and then they'll become likable. Like they're the fluidity of a child is the best thing, right? They go from very unlikable to likable. And that's why like, you're like, who is this kid? Yeah. Last minute they were like this and now they're like totally good. Yeah. Yeah, That's what kids are. That's what they do. It's back to your expectations. Like, we might expect them to be like an adult where they're just consistent throughout the day. They're just, 
being, you know, respectful or like polite and like nice and like all these things throughout the day. No, they fluctuate minute to minute, but we may hold on to it like they shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, but I think that that's a thing that you kind of said that I see. It's like, if he's like up here and upset and throwing a fit and a tantrum. And then like two minutes later, he's like, Hey mommy, come look at this picture mm-hmm. I drew. Like I 100% accept that and expect it. Like that's what AG's at. He's like mm-hmm. already forgot about what we were arguing about then. So like, I can't hold on to it and have the expectation that he's supposed to remember it and not apologize. But then it goes back to the social comparison. If you do that at the park and all of a sudden he says something that's really mean mm-hmm. and then the moms are looking at you like, what are you going to do about this? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I have to do something, right? Mm. But really it's like, mm, it's okay. They're, they're going to do this. It's, have you ever had mean anything someone, about your parents. Have you, that reminds me, have you ever had someone else like parent your kid in front of you in a way? Not like parent, like mean, but just like, Mm, boundary setting or like oh we don't want to do that yes yes you have mm-hmm. yeah I like it um, me either <laughs> like I allow I'm like fine I'm like okay like I I I could care less like I'm just kind of like okay like you chose to say that to him I still don't feel like i would say that to him if this happened again. (laughs) So like, it's fine. That's your choice, but that's not, um, it's not a boundary I would set. And our kids are probably different. Know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there are certain, I'm just like, maybe their kids, like that's a worth it boundary. I choose mine. I choose my battles. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? With my kid, I have to choose my battles. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. I'm thinking back on the situation that happened when actually my little, my four-year-old was little and we were at uh, an aquarium and he's playing with, like he had struggled so hard. He was little and he had struggled so hard to get like a little boat that he really wanted. I might've told you the story already, but um, he really wanted this little boat and he was like from the age of whatever he loved green, right? So it was a green boat and he yeah. struggled so much to get it, finally got it. And he's playing with it and a little girl comes over and grabs it from him. And he just looks at the little girl like, oh, well, you Uh took it from me, right? And and then he grabs another one and it happens to be another little green boat. And then she goes for it. And so he goes and grabs it back. Uh And like, I'm watching this whole interaction, right? And the mom comes over and says to him, please don't snatch anything from my daughter. <gasps> oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> I almost exploded, right? Because it was like, not just that statement. Then she proceeds to say, we don't do that to other kids. We need to learn how to share. And I'm like, is this like mother goose on the oh, loose? Or no. like, <laughs> handing out lessons today yeah like I was livid right so I go over to him and I tell him um grab your boat and let's go to the other side and we don't let people take things from us right and so like (laughs) out of anger right but like I would have never said anything to him like they would have worked it out but yeah yeah that's what came to mind when you when you talked about that like oh yeah, this happened the other day at school. I think 
yeah, some, another parent, like the kids were playing and I was actually distracted. So I had just gotten a phone call and I was going like, Hey, like I'm at school. Like I'll call you back. Like I was getting off the phone call. And so I was just mm-hmm. kind of like overhearing or overseeing. And, um, uh, the two kids were like playing with the baby and I think it got to like, the baby was like done playing with them, you know, but mm-hmm. my baby is very vocal and will let you know if she's done like she will be like like she'll let you she'll let you know so Mm -hmm. I don't worry too much because she lets her brother know all the time right and he knows to like listen to her message um Mm -hmm. but I don't know there was just something like the mom's like oh oh no no let's just let's give her a little space like we don't want to like there was just like some parenting going on in there and I was kind Uh of like okay like it's fine like I'm distracted she's probably like just like she doesn't know the baby so she's like looking Mm -hmm. out for her like it was fine and then we like walk to our cars we walk to our cars and when we were at our cars like my son like threw his lunchbox in the air and it dropped on the ground which is not out of character (laughs) for him it's like get your lunchbox (laughs) let's go like there's a reason why it's beat up and you know we buy him a new one every six months like it's just he he's hard on his things and it's expected (laughs) and I don't care, break it. And you know, it's, it's bye-bye. Like it's fine. So he threw his lunchbox in the air and Elena and she goes, Oh no, we don't want to ruin our, or we don't want to hurt our things. We we, want to be gentle. We want to be gentle with our things. (laughs) Like lady, are you following me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, to be fair, like her daughter was like playing with him. Okay. But the other thing in my head is like, I don't know what it's like to have a girl your daughter's age, you know, four <laughs> years old. I'm not sure. Maybe she doesn't throw her lunch boxes around, but yeah, you know, this kid isn't gentle with his things and it's expected. I expect that mm-hmm. of him. So I buy him things that I know he's probably going to ruin and break. That's just how it goes. He's going to get <laughs> holes in his pants. He's going to trash his toys. So we just don't spend too much money on things. That's just how it goes. Yeah. I, so it was an interesting thing that like, I felt like she was setting a boundary that I just want to set because I mm-hmm. have bigger fish to fry when it comes to him. And so you toss your lunch. It's like, it's fine. It's not something I'm going to nitpick at. But maybe that's a big deal for her kid. If yeah. her kid were to throw the lunchbox in there, maybe that's a big deal. I don't know. And you could have taken the perspective of like, I should be worried about him doing that because another mom just pointed oh, that out for, yeah. for him, right? And then I'm going to be hard on myself for the kind of mothering that I'm doing mm-hmm. because clearly I should be paying more attention. Like, what am I paying attention to here? Yeah, like embarrassed you didn't. a little bit. I was thinking that she probably had some thoughts about my quote unquote lack of parenting. (laughs) Um, But I felt pretty confident in mine. I was like, I didn't say I was like, all right, buddy, let's go grab a lunchbox. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See you tomorrow. Like (laughs) she may have some thoughts, but I'm like, you know, I'm the only one who confidence in your parenting. Yeah. Confidence in your parenting. I think that's what it is. Be confident in the kind of parenting that you're doing. There are reasons why I'm making the decisions I'm making. There are reasons why she's making the decisions. She, maybe she was setting an example for her daughter. Maybe that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to let this kid throw his lunch because then she's going to do it. It's fine. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, my thought is stay in your lane, lady. <laughs> Not your lane. 
Yeah, I need to bring Alma in next time. <laughs> next time I'll be like, is this your child? Yeah. Does this happen to be your child? If yeah. it's not, don't worry about his lunchbox. <laughs> He's fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <sighs>